0: Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I want to take a minute and talk about our sponsor, Short Form. We all want to learn way more than we have time for. There is so much knowledge to gain in only so many hours in a day. How many books are on your Kindle list? How many unread newsletters are in your inbox? Short Form is a quick and easy way to learn the ideas you always want to learn, even if you're crunched for time. These guides are super detailed, so you get the book's key points at a deep level. With the world's best, guides to over a thousand non-fiction books, you can gain insight and knowledge on short form that you won't find anywhere else. Along with discovering new books, you can also use short form to remember the key points of books you have already read. I personally use short form so much in regards to my self-development and I love the book selection. You can now enjoy super-powered book summaries with this five-day free trial and 20% off your annual subscription when you sign up to Using my link shortform.com slash Stephanie There are definitely a lot of similarities between someone who has narcissistic personality disorder and someone who is codependent and if you have done your homework and you have watched all the videos read all the articles and really researched both of these types of people you're going to definitely find similarities between them some people might disagree with that way of thinking but the truth is both people have an unhealthy attachment style They both received neglect and emotional abuse that caused them to be the way they are. The major difference between these two people is that someone who's narcissistic is going to lack empathy, which really is what makes them have a personality disorder versus someone who's just codependent. Another huge difference between the two is really how they actually get their voids filled up. So both people have this real like emptiness and this inner void within each of them and so how they're going to fill themselves up is going to look a little different it's going to be similar but it's going to still look a little different the important thing to understand is that both people actually do have a void they have an emotional wound they have this trauma that they experienced through this neglect and this emotional abuse that they received in childhood which equals them not being able to kind of like emotionally regulate themselves now what does filling yourself up mean so filling yourself up just basically means giving yourself basic things that you're supposed to learn over time in your teenage years to young adulthood to be able to do for yourself so when you're really little you don't know how to do these for these things for yourself you can't do these things for yourself so you look for mom and dad or the people that are raising you to be able to give you these things in order to first start mirroring what it would look like for me to then give myself these things then you're supposed to learn how to then start giving these things to yourself and this is really where even the best parents with the best intentions will sometimes really hurt themselves when it comes to parenting their children is because they don't really teach their children how to do this they might model it which is great we definitely want a good model but we also have to have people in our lives that are making it a point to teach us how to give us these things things like validation Things like being able to soothe ourselves, being able to motivate ourselves, being able to detach from our thoughts. So when you're struggling with these unhealed voids and wounds that a lot of people, quite frankly, just don't even know that they have. So they're completely oblivious and live their day-to-day life really through these wounds, through these fears, through these traumas, through these experiences, which kind of alter their life essentially and so when you have all of this unhealed stuff that's going on you still need validation you still need love you still need soothing and if you're incapable and have absolutely no idea of how to actually give those things to yourself again you still seek them you still need them and so you're going to look outside of yourself to actually get these things met so a codependent and a narcissist both need someone or things outside of themselves to make them feel as though they're enough. They need someone to tell them that they're enough. They need someone to mirror this sense of self that they want to see in some, in some way. And we're going to get into the differences between the two. But I want you to understand that both people are seeking outside of themselves, which is unhealthy. Now again, what makes a narcissist a personality disorder is really that lack of empathy, because that lack of empathy gives that person the inability to connect emotionally with people. Whereas someone who's codependent has the ability to self-reflect, whereas a narcissist doesn't, has the ability to emotionally connect with another human being, whereas a narcissist doesn't. And so that is really the key factors that makes this a personality disorder versus just something that's really unhealthy and toxic that the person is going through or or the void that's kind of within that person that causes them to be the way they are. So now a narcissist really struggles with extremely low self-esteem. They will be able to mask that with Wittiness with being charming, with being charismatic, or maybe not. Maybe they're more of that uh, covert where they're kind of like, woe is me. So they have the ability to play different characters, which doesn't always expose this extreme low sense of self. But whereas a normal, healthy-ish person, in some way, no matter how little, is able to fill themselves up and is able to actually kind of boost that little self-esteem. Again, no matter how little, that's different than someone who has an absolute inability to do it at all. So because of that, and because someone who's narcissistic has absolutely no idea that there's even these wounds kind of going on inside of themselves, they need endless amounts of supply so they need endless amounts of things outside of themselves not just people but things to validate that they really matter that they are enough and these things will boost their self-esteem so they need the attention they need the praise they need people around them making them feel like they're enough They need those words of affirmation they 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 don't just want them they need them because they're not in any way shape or form able to give it to themselves now remember this is all a result of childhood trauma this is all a result of a very unhealthy attachment style that lives within this person now the real kind of kicker is that for someone who's codependent They'll be able to sit down, go to therapy, kind of dive into their past, be able to self-reflect, take accountability for their actions, and kind of see everything. Or they can go, oh my God, I'm codependent. Oh my God, I'm actually doing this and that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. And wait, this is what it means to be healthy? And they can actually start to work on themselves to really change these aspects of themselves because they still have a sense of self. They still have that empathy and that ability to self-reflect. Someone who's narcissistic, they can't do that. They're not going to go to therapy first off. And even if they do, they're not looking for the therapist or the counselor to point out all of the things that they're doing wrong. They're looking for them to be the victim of circumstances. They're looking for someone to just feed this narrative that basically fits what they want to hear. So where therapy or, you know, counseling or any of those things will really do a lot of people a disservice is when the therapist or the counselor will allow the person to sit too long in the victim state and never actually move them forward this will always keep a narcissist a borderline personality disorder stuck in the same victim cycle when they have enablers and the enablers don't have to be friends and family because perhaps friends friends and family have kind of disowned you at this point or they don't agree with you but they definitely if they have that therapist if they have that counselor that is just again reinforcing this narrative that that narcissist or that borderline wants to hear it's going to soothe them it's going to validate them it's going to continuously keep this story going that they're actually the victim so the counselor or the therapist is never giving them the ability to feel self-empowered to say, hey, look, yes, these things happened to me and those, those are valid, absolutely, but I can't sit there for too long because if I sit there for too long, then I'm actually becoming just as unhealthy as the person that actually did the abuse to me guys, before we get into the episode, I want to take a minute and talk to you about our sponsor, Fight Camp. Fight Camp is interactive at-home boxing with premium equipment, punch tracking technology, and real-time stats to motivate you to accomplish your goals all from the comfort of your home. Fitness has never been more fun. Explore thousands of workouts led by expert trainers with decades of experience teaching proper boxing form and technique. Fight camp is just as good for your mental health as it is for your physical health. Relieve the daily stressors of life while staying in shape and having fun. Fight camp also counts every punch throughout your workout and pushes you to meet goals each round. As you progress, you unlock achievements and can even go up against other members, whether they're across the country or just across the living room. The best thing about fight camp is that it makes boxing accessible to everyone, no matter your fitness level, age, or experience, Fight Camp is a great way to stay in shape, relieve stress, and have fun. So join the biggest boxing community in the world without leaving your home. Fight Camp packages start at just $99. They even offer some great financing options so you can get started for as low as $9 a month. To get everything you need, go to fightcamp.com slash heal and learn more. That's fightcamp.com slash heal. So the biggest thing with someone who's narcissistic is this aspect of supply. And what I want you to understand, and I want you to have this takeaway, is that supply is basically all extensions of the narcissist now these extensions can be anything it can be their job it can be their status it can be their relationship it can be their kids it can be the way that people view them they're just all extensions of what this person wants to the character that this person wants to play so anything that my child is doing is an extension of me and I feel proud so if I feel proud and I feel always good feelings from these extensions then this means I'm getting good supply from these extensions. If these extensions, job, money, status, relationship, friends, children, etc., etc., if these extensions are not making me feel the way I want to feel, then I'm going to get rid of them. Now, if a person, if someone who's narcissistic does not have these extensions, meaning they don't have the job, the relationship, the children, the money, the status, the house, the whatever, keep going down the list, that make them feel like they're enough, that are giving them exactly what they need, if they don't have any of those things, this person will completely self-destruct. Chances are, 99% of the time, this will never actually happen because someone who is narcissistic is very calculating. And so they know when one supply is starting to kind of like dwindle, I'm already gonna have something else lined up. So it's basically like a drug addict. Like, look, if my dealer can't, if this dealer can't give it to me, I'm gonna go to this dealer over here. So there's always something lined up that's going to help them to keep feeding this ego to keep feeding this low, the sense of self, this low self-esteem that's gonna keep filling these voids because that's really how they operate in life. For the most part, every narcissist will always find a way to have enough extensions and they will always ensure that even if they don't, they always have a backup. They always have something lying in the wings just waiting for them. Now much like a codependent, The narcissist and the codependent are both emotionally mature. Now, like I've said, the difference is, is that the codependent does have empathy. So this means that when you have empathy, you will not be a taker. Instead, what the codependent will be is a giver. A narcissist will take from those extensions in order to fill themselves up and in order to give them some good self-esteem even though it's fake and it's not real self-esteem because self-esteem comes from self it doesn't come from extensions so that's why they're always empty it's never going to be enough you could do everything and be everything and it does not matter for someone who has a void that's what's so important to understand and when you really understand that concept you don't take it personally when someone leaves you or you don't take it personally when someone cheats or betrays you or says something hurtful, it doesn't mean that you don't feel emotions, but it does mean that you feel your emotions, but you don't live in those spaces because you still need logic to be able to move yourself out of a space, an emotional space that you're feeling because our emotions are not based on logic. They're based on you know, how we feel and how we feel sometimes doesn't really make sense so we absolutely need both our emotions and be able to process them but we also need logic in order to actually move ourselves through something that we're feeling that's uncomfortable so a narcissist will take from these extensions so i feel good whereas the codependent will give to these extensions i'll give everything to this job i'll give everything to this boss i'll give everything to this person that expects everything from me i'll give everything to my kids and my relationship i will give and give and give because I'm hoping that by giving, I'm actually going to get, where that doesn't really ever happen, whereas the narcissist just takes and doesn't even think about giving. So a narcissist believes that by giving, I should actually get praise, I should actually get love, I'll get attention, I'll get someone telling me that I'm enough, I'll get someone that will rely on me. And if you rely on me, then you'll never leave me where none of those things are true. And a codependent over time learns that because what happens is they either have some kind of a betrayal that happens where they're like, wait a minute, I gave everything and you still did this. And that's kind of like the light bulb that happens, that aha moment, or they just start building a lot of resentment. They start getting, they start losing who they are and it gets to a point where they've hit enough pain where they start to wake up. And this is where they begin to self reflect and say, okay, i focused my whole life on everything outside of myself that I haven't bothered to even ask myself, like, who am I and what do I want? And this is usually kind of like where that self discovery period comes where they start learning. Oh my God, I'm codependent. Oh my God, this was my relationship. Oh my God, this is how I've lived my life. And they start slowly making changes. Now there's two things that all codependents really need. And they are constantly looking for these things number one is going to be stability the second thing is going to be connection so a narcissist will crave connection the reason why they crave it so much is because they didn't have it it's something that they never really received growing up most codependents not all of them but most of them are actually very sensitive they're very empathy comes actually easy to someone who has suffered from codependency and when you are sensitive and empathy is something that comes easy to you, you long for connection. You enjoy quality, not quantity. So you're, you're really striving for those deep connections because again, it's something that you never received growing up that you really needed. You needed it for your soul. You needed it inside and it wasn't anything that you ever got. Now, unfortunately, craving connection only reinforces a codependent being in a toxic relationship because the codependent will cling to toxic relationships because it is what they have always known and they're longing for this person to give them what they really crave that they didn't receive growing up and they're craving it from the one person that has an inability to actually give it to them. So if I'm craving it from you and you can't give it to me and I'm unaware of all of this, I'm not going to get off the wagon or get off the ride. I'm gonna stay on it with you and I'm just gonna go through this dysfunctional cycle with you of feeding you and then getting hurt and then trying to like disengage and detach from you but then coming back and it just starts this cycle over and over again. The other thing that codependents really crave is stability. Now stability means that I'm going to receive, it's a knowing that you are going to receive something. You're going to receive love, attention. I mean, you could have a stable job where you know you're going to receive a paycheck, right? So stability just means I know I'm going to get this. And so a codependent will crave stability because again, if you're not giving yourself anything, if you're not giving yourself love validation, being able to soothe yourself, if you don't know how to take care of yourself on an emotional level, you don't know how to do all of those things, then yeah, you're gonna crave it. You're gonna crave that consistency somewhere and it's always going to be outside of yourself because you're not giving it to yourself. Now the one good thing about being codependent versus obviously someone who's narcissistic is the fact that You can know through self-reflection, through taking accountability for your own actions, that you are codependent, which means you have the ability to change that. You have the ability to actually learn how to self-regulate your emotions. You have the ability to self-parent. You have the ability to take responsibility for how you feel in every single moment and really learn this process. Now, once you understand that, you don't give. Because you realize that the majority of the time I was giving, I was actually doing it from an unhealthy place. I wasn't doing it from genuinely wanting to help and give. I was doing it because I was manipulating you because I was trying to get something from you. The problem with getting these extensions, whether you're the giver or the taker, is that it's never going to be enough because no one can give you, and it sounds cliche, but it's true, no one is ever going to be able to give you what you can give yourself. And once you learn how to do it, it is an absolute game changer because it changes the quality of your relationships, it changes the quality of your life, it changes your mental health, it changes how happy you are in your life and in your journey, and so it affects every aspect of your life. You no longer cling to unhealthy relationships. You no longer crave that stability. You no longer you know, get stuck in this cycle where you're doing the same thing over and over again with this person, this dysfunctional dance. You just have learned how to actually be mentally healthy. You've also healed everything from your past.